You're now listening to Chris Spiracy. Chris X Matt. We question everything. Break the matrix. We are the ones they fear. If we don't make the change, it's never going to change. Yo, 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 what's good, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Chris Spiracy. I am your host, Chris X Matt, the one and only. There's many Chris's out there, but there's only one Chris X Matt, and that is me. That is I. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Chris Spiracy, the only podcast where we continue to break the matrix. But of course, there's so many matrix breakers out here, you know, and today I have a fellow matrix breaker with me. Also has his own podcast. But before I introduce my guest, I really want to start off by just saying that I can't drink for shit anymore. <laughs> Yo, I, I don't know if it was the vodka over the weekend or what it was, but man, I, I had such I had the worst hangover yesterday. I haven't had a hangover like that in so long. I usually just stick to tequila and yeah, they started giving me adioses and yeah, nah, I'm not, ugh. I'm not eating rice and beans for a long time because <laughs> it was bad too because I threw up in my sleep. So that's, that's dangerous. You know, I, I was, I was, I was solid the whole night and I woke up. Looking for my phone, and I see all the throw up next to me, on me. I was so mad. Uh, shout out to my good brother, Tony, because I definitely did that in your in your spot, bro. <laughs> oh, man. But, you know, I have I have fun from, from time to time. Um, usually I smoke a hangover off, but I haven't been smoking either. I've been trying to detox my lungs and shit. So I've been taking, taking a step back. I feel great, too, that I haven't been smoking. I, I feel less clouded. I feel less sluggish. I'm paying more attention to things, and I just told myself that I was gonna start smoking again when I start my 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 other pot again. Which, you know, the longer it takes, I guess the longer I'll go without smoking, and it is what it is, you know. But um, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out soon. Um, I'm excited to bring back my my other pod because I really do need this balance in my life, guys. I'm like, I don't know. I haven't been feeling inspiration or I haven't been feeling motivated doing like spirituality stuff anymore. Like it's cool, I get it, but I don't know, man. Like it just I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where I don't know how I feel about it, but I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep doing Chris Percy. We're gonna keep pushing this content now. I'm gonna keep giving you guys episodes and shout out to all the guests that have been, you know, coming on the show and I've been showing love, they've been supporting. Like, you know, it wouldn't be possible without you. The growth wouldn't have been possible without these guests. So I'm forever appreciative of everyone that comes on the podcast. And today, you know, I have someone that I actually been following for a minute now too. And he has his own podcast as well, like I said earlier. And it's also a spirituality podcast. And I think he has an interesting story. I have never really spoken to him in, like, in depth or, or you know, have a full conversation with him. This is the first time that I'm really chopping it up with him. He was a guest on 33 Minutes. If you guys you know, are fam- if you're familiar with 33 Minutes, that was me, Kujo, and Eyes. And we were doing that for a minute. We, kinda, we ended that. And I don't know if we'll bring it back or not. We'll see. But, uh, yeah, we had him on there. And I didn't get enough out of that episode as far as learning about Conrad. Um, oh damn! I said your name right. <laughs> you probably fucked it up. Uh, I didn't learn too much about him on this on the on that episode, and I felt like I had to have a conversation with him. And obviously, you know, it was nothing to have you know to reach out and just try to get him on my pod. So you know, today will be a special episode because it'll be a two parter. You can get the first hour here with with me, and you're gonna have to, if you want to finish the conversation and the interview, you're gonna have to go tap in with him and listen to the rest of the conversation. So today on Conspiracy. I'm joined by the good brother, Conrad. How you doing today, sir? 
doing quite well, man. It's an honor. I'm excited. I have no idea what you're going to ask me or where this is going to go, but I know we're going to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, actually, you know what's funny? I started um, I started reading your book the other day because I haven't just oh. I haven't gotten gotten really like I haven't got a chance to get into it. I read the first chapter yeah. and it was I love the way you set it up because. I'm trying to figure out. I know. I know it's kind of fiction and nonfiction in a way. So I'm like, yeah, I'm like reading in the in the first chapter, and I'm like, wait. I'm like, this is like I thought you were just using Smiths to, to cover up certain certain people and stuff. I'm like, this is really happening here. But then I when when you ended the chapter, it was so dope the way you led into like, okay, now you're gonna start breaking in your journey, which I thought was amazing that the little the first chapter was was good. So I'm all, I'm I'm tapping in, but I haven't gotten around to uh you know finishing it up, but. How dare you? No. <laughs> I'm going to be real with you, bro. You know? No, I, no, no, like, I, oh, yeah, I appreciate A, I appreciate your support. B, I, you know, just the fact you're willing to check it out is amazing. But C, I love that you figured out exactly how I was setting the story up. Because that's what it is. I, I call it like a Rorschach test for mm. the quote unquote conspiracy yeah. reality that we live yeah. in. It's like the further down the rabbit trail that you have found yourself, the more willing you're probably going to be accept certain things, but that doesn't mean it did happen. It doesn't mean it didn't happen. It's your own personal awareness. Mm. It's your own personal truth. And I'm just the writer. You're the reader. So it's up to you to determine what is and isn't. <laughs> you're, you're a very, I've no, I've noticed that you're a very witty person, bro. I love like your, oh, your, you. your charisma. Like, you know how, like, even when I listen to your pods, you know, the way you, you change your voice, the tone, you're always, you're very, <laughs> you're very animated, you know? So, but, and, um, so reading that first chapter, I was like, okay, this is, this is a, this was a great intro. Cause I'm hooked. I'm like, I'm like, I'm definitely reading the rest of this. Cause I thought it was going to just yeah. be about a, like looking at the cover of it, obviously it looks very, yeah. um, like a, like a non, like a fiction book. Right. It looks like yeah. it's like someone just like a Dr. Seuss type of book. So I didn't, mm -hmm. I, I thought it was going to be just, you know, something that you came up with. But then when I read the first chapter, I'm like, oh, okay, we're going to get a little bit of both worlds of yeah the, the, the you and then just whatever is in your mind and your head. So I'm excited to, to to finish reading it, but I do like I said I love your wittiness, bro. Like, where does that come uh, from? Like, have you always been like that? <laughs> Are you born on the 11th? I was born on June 13th, 1984. I'm a Gemini, so there's like that dual personality going mm. on. So, so what you get a lot, at least on my podcast, anyways, is I'm having a conversation with myself. Yeah, <laughs> oftentimes, and so then you know I kind of bounce back and forth in my own brain. I try to be as honest as possible. And, uh, you know, what's funny about that, though, is I, I just got my first ever uh, shill accusation on Twitter the other day. You made somebody. it. Yeah, I made the I made the team. So I framed it. You know, I got it. I got it coming in the mail. Really? And now, yeah. You know, I'm going to just I'm going to I'm going to look at it. I'm going to kiss it every morning when I wake up. I'm officially a shill. You know, what's funny about that is like I was called a shill because I'm not all in on everything that's fake. And it's like, I have friends that are called shills because they like to say everything is fake. It's like, how can both be true? <laughs> Don't make no sense. <laughs> this is, bro, I feel like we're, I feel like there's so much division within the spiritual uh, community as well. Yeah, it it's just, all, it's, it's all reflections, isn't it though? It's everyone just trying to get everyone to think exactly how they think. And that's not how I operate. I want people to think for themselves, man. Whether I agree or not, you know, like I don't, yeah. I don't listen to me. That's why even you know doing this pod, I kind of always said like, hopefully people just take something from it and because at the end of the day, bro, I feel like everyone, their everyone's awakening is different, and everyone needs yeah. th that one rabbit hole that's gonna make them accept, uh, you know, try to be open to everything else. If someone just came to you and like, because they, you know, some some friends come to me because they know I'm into like a lot of like conspiracy stuff and they ask me yeah. things, but it's like they still don't care because. It hasn't really affected them like that you know they haven't came across anything to where 
they want to know more. So I, I can't just give you all this information. And then what are you going <laughs> to do? Like, it's, it's too much for people sometimes. So, yeah, I don't like the division going on. I, I didn't even know. I don't be on Twitter like that, like, really. Yeah. But the other day I was at, I was waiting at um, I was at physical therapy and I was waiting to get taken in. And I see I saw all the beef that was happening. I was like, oh, shit. Like, it's a whole, <laughs> a whole thing that happened the other day. Like, what, what's going on? And yeah. Yeah, I was like, no thanks, I'm out. <laughs> and it's interesting because it's people like it's among people that like I'm friendly with and like I've interviewed, and it's like I like I've had personal conversations and gotten to know some of these people, and I'm like, there's just no way. It's just I, I really think it's just like if there's 20 items of consideration, there's people out there that if you only agree with 18 of them, those two become such a sticking point, and everyone's looking for you know, villains around every corner that they just want to start the accusations and make people think that we're leading people astray. I don't, I don't, I know for a fact, I don't have all the answers, but I know that I'm a learner and I know that I'm genuine and I know that I'm a seeker. And what's beautiful about having confidence in yourself or like going within and coming to terms with your own reality and realizing, yeah. oh, I have an imperfect human having an experience. When people start throwing wild darts at you that are just ridiculous and fake, you just kind of, it's like, oh, this is kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. I don't, even, I don't even have the energy to, to like argue with people or combat anything. Like, right. if I tweet something and someone feels a way about it, I'm going to like it, retweet it. That's it. I, I don't care to yeah. have conversations with people anymore. And it, I don't know, like I, I was saying in the beginning, I've, I've been feeling like unmotivated when it comes to this, to this, uh, this this side of you know this podcasting world well not podcasting but the conspiracy world and all that yeah because I, there. I was that person too that i thought i had all the answers you know like me last year i thought i had all the answers i was a heavy right. q, q supporter i was heavy everything just no this is gonna mm. happen this is gonna happen pedophilia this pedophilia that and right. now i'm at the point to where it's like oh we none of us have the answers we don't know <laughs> and it's okay like let's yes. all just share our perspectives and our opinions like at the end of the, but people get caught up in those in you know what they believe and that's it becomes a religion. Right. It, it does. You know, that's the thing. It's like, that's the thing that my own journey, like that's what I walked away from was like organized religion. Mm. And I didn't leave, I didn't leave organized religion to step back into some new form that's reframed, but is the same exact concept where it's centered around control. You got to think like me. And unless you think these five things, you're going to hell, you're a shell, you're a disinfo agent. If I'm a disinfo agent, could I at least get the paycheck too? Cause I don't got them paychecks. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? <laughs> For real. <laughs> so oh, so how, how was it in the, it, you being like, you know how your background being in the military or was it Navy? Yeah. You were in the Navy? Yeah. I was in, I was in the Navy. Yeah. How, you had your awakening in the Navy, right? Or no? Yeah, I did. I did. I would not have joined the Navy had I had gone through, but, but that was part of my process. You know, that was what was required of my own journey was to be in that environment, to have personal breakdowns that occurred that, you know, that went after the most egotistical aspects of myself, the most arrogant aspects of myself. You know, like the, I really do think the world in many ways is a mirror so a lot of the stuff that broke down, a lot of the stuff that I see now, it's like the world that like you were kind of saying, like, like it was kind of a world I was existing in to begin with. Yeah. So I, ju I just view it as like, oh, this is my journey. This is the realm that I find myself in. And these are the lessons I'm supposed to learn. And my ability to sort of navigate these fields without getting so emotionally caught up into it and just, you know, staying true to myself in the journey that's kind of, you know, what I'm learning, at least currently in this moment. But yeah, the, the military is where I had my awakening. It was in Hawaii, rocked my world. And, you know, I was always one of those people, you know, like I was a senior in high school when 9-11 happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, 
you know, very early on, shortly after that, I was, you know, finding the videos, questioning, knowing what, you know, the world isn't what it seems. So I was always somebody who was like, this isn't right. This place, there's something going on here that isn't what is being given to us. Um, but my, for my journey, it, it was the denial of that and like continually trying to force my way into these matrix paradigms, which is why exactly I joined the military. Mm. I was lost. You know, I was lost. I, I, I had a, a job with the state of New York back in the day. That job went away and I was used to that, like having those kind of benefits, used to getting a, a paycheck every two weeks from the government mm-hmm. and, and my, my own mindset I thought, okay, that's, that's the only thing I can do because mm. I wasn't, I wasn't trusting myself. I wasn't believing in myself. I wasn't thinking that I could be anything more than what like those four or five like programmed jobs that just like a simple person in upstate New York is allowed to have. So that's why I joined the military out of fear, out of disbelief and about thinking that I have to be part of this matrix system in order to have a quote unquote good life. Did you consider yourself a patriot? You know, honestly, like, I was, that was pretty low on the paradigm, man. Like I was, it was more about like a paycheck insurance, like health insurance and security. Like Mm. not that I, I'm not anti-America or anything like that. Trust me, I'm not. Um, But but but, honestly, that's why, that's why a lot of people join though. I don't think people really go join and go fight for our country. This is like, bro, it's a for sure job, for sure paycheck. My family's covered. So, I mean, it's, it's an easy way out, but that's the manipulation too. The propaganda that, that makes you believe, oh, this this is, this is the easy way out. So you like? Did you have like um? How how far along did you did you serve until you realized this ain't it? This ain't this is not what I want to do. This is this is not right. Mm. Is everything's bullshit? It was probably goodness, probably like four and a half. Oh wow! Four and a half to five years in, yeah. Like because I you know I did training for a long time, then I went. It was in Hawaii because that was like my first place that mm-hmm. I was sent to, and um. Yeah, it's just you know the West Coast, man. You're out, you're out in California. You know, yeah. it's a different, it's a different ball game than the uptight Northeast. So you know, I come from a very rigid, like moralistic, like good evil. You know, like not chill at all. Like high intensity. Go go go. Move move move. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? What are you doing for work? How are you? You know, you know. Like I grew up in in, a, in that mindset. It's like you're defined by your job. Right. So you go to see you go to see family, and you're like, what are you doing? How's work? You know. And that's that's all you are. You're just you're just you're just a walking paycheck that and, is part of this system. And you, you know, know? <laughs> and you know, it's sad, bro. It's true because and people ask that to to um, they ask you that and then they, so they can see what kind of level of respect to give you when they ask you like yeah. what you do for work or what, what you know. This. I never yeah, ask you know, anybody, bro. Uh, like even friends or people I come across, I never ask that question because I know it's a sensitive even subject to some people. Some people don't got it like that. Some people are ashamed of where they work at. So it's a touchy right. subject. And some people, you know, I have friends that don't have jobs either. And they, you could tell they don't like talking about money and talking about work. So I never like asking that because I don't care at the end of the day. As long as you're not asking me for like money really or anything, I mean, I, I, don't, <laughs> right. I don't really care, you know, if you work or not. But you ain't gonna, you know, just live off me either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. But, you know, even and that's probably just examining a little more thoroughly, like that's probably another reason why subconsciously I joined the military, because now that's an easy question to answer. Mm. I'm in the military. I'm in the Navy. I'm serving my country. I got a paycheck. I have health insurance and I have a, a job title that is solid in all fronts for people to be like, good for you. You're doing well congratulations now we can move on and have a nice conversation yeah. because you're an adequate part of society <laughs> that's funny because i you know i i'm not ashamed of where i work but i work you know i work sure. for a, a big uh 
I don't want to say the company, but it's a big place that everyone knows yeah. about. They don't have commercials. They don't have nothing like that. It's like it's considered a warehouse, you know. Talk to, talk to the C. <laughs> you can put it together. But uh, every time I tell people that I that I that I work for them, it's like uh, their whole. They're like, oh my gosh, you have great benefits. You have good this, good yeah. that, and that's like, damn. I, I I'm glad I work. I guess for a company that ain't shamed on. Like, you know, it's yeah. petty, but. I used to work at Pollo Loco. I wasn't going to tell people. I hated telling people I worked at Pollo Loco. And I was only 18, 17, you know? Like, I'm so young still. <laughs> but I still would hate asking that question because I'm like, I really dropped out of college and I'm working at Pollo Loco now? Like, I right. don't know. So it, it would mess with me. <laughs> you know, uh, is that why you went vegan? Because <laughs> all that, that nasty chicken? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I went vegan for health reasons. Not, well, not, not I didn't have any health problems, but... I definitely saw, like, I had the information, you know? And honestly, that was my first rabbit hole. That's what really took me down the mm. spirituality and everything. Because I never stopped for the animals. I never stopped, you know, I didn't go vegan to protect animals. And it was never like that. It was more selfish reasons. Like, oh, I don't want no mucus in my body like that. I know all the meats right. that we are getting in our in our community is factory farm meat. It's oh, Some of the yeah. meat is brown sometimes. Like, it's just... We don't get the best quality meat. We're not. I'm not feeding this cow or this chicken. I don't know what they're putting into. So that's that's the way I looked at it. And then it got to a point where, you know, I just I just I just gave up dairy too. And dairy really cleared up a lot of my acne and my back knee. Oh, you know, wow. so. I mean, I've been doing it for three years already, four years already. So, I'm not. Yeah, yeah I don't. Re- I don't. Re- I don't regret it. No, I. Yeah. I, I still. I, get, I still enjoy it. I gave, I gave up meat. Um, but I, I I haven't gone full vegan. I don't know if I ever could. I I, I try, but I fail. I don't even, I don't like that <laughs> word though. Like vegan, it comes with, it just comes right. with so much. That's why I like saying plant based because people get it misconstrued. Mm. Like if you're vegan, don't mean you're healthy. Right. There's a lot of vegan right. processed food. There's a lot of vegan junk food. Like like don't get me wrong, I indulge in stuff like that sometimes too. But soy is yeah. not good for you. You know the the right. wheat is not good for you either. And they have a lot of the substitutions that they go for. So me, I like mushrooms. You know? I can make steak out of mushrooms. I can make fajitas out of mushrooms. I can do a lot nice. of things with mushrooms, you know, and have a trip with mushrooms, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I was about to say, there's other, there's other factors to play here, too. Right, yeah. <laughs> and then when I, had, when I had, you know what conchas are? You ever had say a concha? You know what conchas are? You ever had a concha? No, I know it's not. A, the, Mexican, the Mexican sweet bread? Oh, maybe? I don't know. Probably. I don't think so. The first... <laughs> When I had that vegan for the first time, I was like, okay, I'm not going back. I, I, I can find anything I want, you know, subs- okay. substituted. So, and luckily I live in a, it's growing here too. I can have Mexican food. I, every type of food I, I want, I, I can get it. So it hasn't been right. hard like that. It's not, you know, some people say the transition is, is hard and it's, it, it was never hard for me. Yeah. California makes it easy. In San Diego, it's like every other restaurant is vegan <laughs> or plant-based. So it's just like, all right, how am I not? But you know, what's fun, you know, it's funny though. Like when I first heard your podcast, until you like until you actually said where you were at like i always assumed you were in new york city for some reason damn <laughs> you know what's funny I, I do listen to a lot of podcasts from new york though yeah there you go <laughs> i was like i think this dude's from like queens or brooklyn or something <laughs> damn, damn. <laughs> and you're like i'm from riverside i'm like what <laughs> wow that sound black then <laughs> yeah i don't know maybe i'm being a little racist or something but i don't know i just got like i got like hip-hop vibes it was like hip-hop east coast like new york city yeah that's what it is i love i love hip-hop yeah. i love a lot of because yeah, yeah. california is like hey man welcome to my podcast yeah, let's get nah, high nah, 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 nah. anyways chakras bro you know like you don't do that <laughs> yeah yeah i don't even that you know when i started learning about spirituality and stuff like that right. the approach i wanted to take to was i didn't want to do it that way either i feel like a lot of the yeah. spiritual i'm I, I probably lose listeners for this but I think a lot of the yeah. spirituality 
community is corny. Like it's just not it's not dope to I would not do things that way, but that's just me, you know. Like I like to mix it with that urban, like that hip hop feel to it, you know. I I love I have that I need that mixture. That's why when I come across certain people, it's like oh they say it how I like it how I like it said. They say it the way I I like you know to speak and talk and right because I talk with a lot of slang. I you know I just yeah yeah that's, I'm different. Well, you know I I think the thing was like there's like you know there's that weird understanding of spirituality where it's like just like with religion like catholicism for example it's like there's a certain set of rules that you have to follow mm-hmm. and then it's like you then if you leave that programming and then you start to like but you want to continue your own personal spiritual journey and then you see like all these people and they like they seem to do like they seem to dress a certain way they use like different language mm-hmm. that is all the same and it's like it's falling back into that same pattern not that any of that stuff is bad but it's like to me a spiritual journey should reflect especially in the form of a podcast like it should reflect like your actual personality because spirituality in general should be inclusive to everyone in terms that's the whole point of it mm-hmm. it's like how are you how yeah. are you uniquely a beautiful creature of eternity having this human experience and expressing it honestly like and that. thus other people connecting with you and we're all building each other up along the way mm. like if you like like it'd be interesting if like all of a sudden like you you start to do like those sound bowls mm. and you're wearing like those like those flappy long pants you know what i'm saying like that's not you i can tell you right now that's not you not. But that doesn't mean you're not spiritual yes <laughs> yes bro yeah i like that and and i also really enjoy being able to to communicate with different uh, communities and demographics like i can go talk to the you know now that i know about you no know, because you know i think every year i'm just like i, un- I unlock a new level of myself sure. and um and like now I'm able to before, you know, when I had my other, my, I had my other pod, I had a, I had a co-host on there and she was already on her, you know, into spirituality. And it was funny cause I listened back to those episodes and every time she would try to bring up spirituality, I would kind of like sun her. I would be like, nah, like that ain't like that. It ain't like that. And then I, and I, and I apologize to her all the time. Like, yo, Jasmine, you're ahead of, you're ahead of the, you're ahead of me. Like now <laughs> the I, curve. now I can have those conversations with you. Now I can talk about certain yeah. things with you. So I can tap in with that community. I can go tap in with the hip hop community. I could tap in with the people that like to, you know, to juice that, you know, that health people. Like I'm, I can tap yeah. in with so many people now because of just different things that I know. And I pride myself on that, that, and then, and people tell me that sometimes too, when they, they hit me up about the pod, they're like, Oh, I love how we can never guess what you're going to have next or what's going to come next. Mm. And I pride myself on that too, because I don't want to make it boring. You know, I, I, this is, yeah. Now I look at this as entertainment. That's how I look at it now. Sure. Who knows? Because ultimately, like, like if you start to put yourself in a position of like guru, give me a know? second, Carmen. Yeah. My bad. My dog wanted to get no. out. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. <laughs> She's <laughs> looking no, at me like, bro, I've been looking at you the last 30 minutes. You gonna let me out or not? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just saying, like, if you put yourself in the position of like, I'm the guru and you need to come to me mm. in order to be enlightened, like, that's when we, like, that's kind of like, I don't know, that's how I view it. Like, in my opinion, like, when Ramdas died, who I love, like that's when the age of the guru died, in my opinion. It's just like, no, everyone's on their own journey. Everyone can be their own guru. And yeah, there's voices along the way, 
but mostly those voices should just connect with you in a form of entertainment yes. because it's like, oh, this this person makes me smile. This person makes me laugh. This this person makes me feel good. Oh, this person makes me think. Mm. But I don't need this person in order to continue my own journey. They might be there for a season, but the second I start to personify them in some form of idol or archetype worship, then that's like the pattern of this place that has probably led to where we are anyways in terms yeah. of all this divide and conquer, you know? I agree. I totally agree with that, man. It's interesting. This community is, <laughs> I'm not going to lie, you know, this the conspiracy started doing more numbers than my other pod. And What's your other pod, by the way? It's called the, it's the Overly Blunt Podcast. Oh, oh yeah. I thought this was Overly Blunt. I'm so confused now. <laughs> <laughs> this is the, it's, this is conspiracy and we're under the Overly Blunt Network, but my other, uh, one, okay. my other one was the Overly Blunt Podcast because, you know, I've always been a blunt person. That, that's always been me. Yeah, I've yeah. always just been honest with people. Sometimes, it, you know, I ruin a lot of relationships just because of, I, I've learned now to, it's how you say it. It's not really what you say. So I've, I know yeah. that now. And be, before, I didn't care, you know, if people, people like me or not. I'll say things. I, I used to always say, as long as my mom loved me, I don't care who loved me. You know, like, yeah. and, and my yeah. mom, you know, she'll ride for me to the end. So I never really cared for acceptance or being accepted by people. I've always been just doing my own thing. And I've always yeah. kind of been an influence to people around me, whether whether they want to tell me or not. I, I see, you know, when I, I start dressing a certain way, some people, you know, emulate the style. They emulate what I'm, the brand that I'm wearing or they emulate the the way I eat or the way you know and I've never been that person that I don't not, I don't force nothing on anybody I just lead and do me and people start seeing like oh wow you are losing weight just by not eating this or wow your face <laughs> did clear up by not doing this or wow you really do like it's just and it's like yeah I mean and yeah. It, and you know it's funny too that it's it's always gonna be on my pace though because I can have information and I want I want to apply it to my life until I'm ready to apply it and I hate feeling yeah. like like rushed by someone or I hate feeling like like when people ask me like oh you should do this and I'm like yeah I should I know I know I should but I'll do it eventually <laughs> I'll do it when I get to it you know because I don't right. like I like being on my time and a lot of people you know they just they they lie to themselves too like they try to put this image on Instagram or on Twitter where yeah they're living a certain way but they're not really doing what they do and that's why I don't post nothing I'm never gonna post you know like right now I'm doing the um the 21 day of abundance challenge thing yeah. So I'm doing yeah, that with yeah, with Nicole. I'm doing that with Nicole, and I don't be posting like, "Oh, look at my this," or I'm doing because then cause <laughs> then people start right? thinking like you're the super spiritual person, and I I know I'm spiritual. I don't need everyone else to to know that, right. you know. Right. So I think people need yeah, people just want validation. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, that's 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 one of the things that sometimes like I want to like 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 I'll I'll lead online Zoom group meditations mm -hmm. do it a couple of times a month usually. And it's like, but there's that model out there of like the dude that becomes the spiritual person because he knows that there's females there. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? That's like, there's a lot of that nonsense and I, and I hate that stuff. And I don't like the idea of people like attaching that to me. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, so it's, but then I have to think about, it. I'm like, am I that person? No. No. Man. So why, why am I, why am I projecting other projections onto me? And that's preventing me from doing things that I enjoy. I do that too. You know? Yeah. It's like, it's that back and forth, but I get what you're saying. It's like, it's like, ah, oh, like, cause you see it. And then it's weird. Cause it's like, like, it's interesting. Cause we're entering into this era where now spirituality has been, it's, 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 it's a, you have the ability to make money doing it. You do. Grifting. Right. So now there's this weird, like back and forth between like, branding mm -hmm. like i'm br branding myself as 
you know, Conrad, the spiritual leader, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's like, what the fuck? That don't make no (laughs) sense. But like people do it and then people, same thing, man. That's why I'm all about like, I like, I want, like, if I have any sort of impact on anybody's life, I hope it's that they realize they don't need me just like they don't need anyone. Mm. They just need themselves, you know, that's not really good for making money, but you know, that's not my purpose here. (laughs) Well, speaking of making money, how do you feel about like monetizing you know, your platform. Yeah. You know, I go back and forth with it. Um, and again, anything that I do for me, like, cause I have friends that they do, they have monetized and I'm proud of them and gr- they figured it out and good for them. And I'm not one of those people that's like, no, they're a dis cause you get that. As soon as people start a Patreon or they sell t-shirts, now they are the shill. Now they're the Ooh, control. Op. That's coming from you. You know then. what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. If you do that, it's coming. So I'm coming up with ways. Um, I really want, you know, I did a, this is a while back, but I, I got into the light meditation, um, excuse me, light healing, mm. which is used, uses the strobe light onto people and they can have visualizations and it's, it's used as a, he, a healing modality. And I'm considering starting my own business doing that. Mm. And, and, and then if I did want to use my platform, it would be to create an option where people can donate um, to like a session, like pay for a stranger session mm. so, that, so that you can gift bomb them. So when they go through the experience at the end, I'm like, oh, by the way, you don't have to give me anything. And because and then maybe even have so like I can like have an Instagram or a Twitter be like, you know, if you want to reach out to them and thank them or whatever. And then that right. helps build people's connections. And it's a way of people giving back to others and helps build a community. So I've been thinking about doing something like that. But I'm in step one of probably like step 50 of making that happen. <laughs> I'm at, I, you know, people, you know, I, I've had people tell me where the shirts at, draw some merch, drop this, drop that. And I all of that is coming. Like, I'm, I'm not saying I haven't been working on anything like that, sure. but but. It's it's true. People are grifting off the spirituality community, and at the end of the day, right now my main focus is just building my audience. That's I yeah, think absolutely. And then and then eventually that you you monetize off your your audience, and then it, then it goes down to like you know the quality of what you're you're, you're selling to them or what you're selling to right. them. What because then you start standing behind certain things, and it gets yeah. Once money gets involved, everything is tricky, but. Yep. Like, you know, I, I've been wanting to do a pod, bro. Like, my like you know, yeah. my other pod was like a hip-hop pod for the most part. And, you know, I've always wanted to get signed or do something with it. And this one just started moving, you know, it started moving quicker. And it surprised me because it was, I was doing less than the other one. This is, this is right. no video. This is, this is really just audio. It's really just audio <laughs> once right. a week and that's it. And the other one, I had video. I had, I had did drop merch. I, I, I was doing way more. And obviously this one, it was just, I guess the timing Everything that was going on in 2020, you know, like you said, yeah. spirituality became a, a you know, a, a thing and it's becoming more mainstream and everything like that. So I was yeah. able to, I guess, capitalize off that. And once I had Human Vibration on my show, she just really threw mm. me into like the whole different Twitter world. And all my <laughs> eyes, eyes just started, no, well, not eyes, but eyes just started coming my way and looking, yeah, yeah. L- looking at the pod. So he's funny. <laughs> yeah. He, he went silent. He went silent on us for about a month. Oh, yeah, yeah he did. <laughs> He disappeared and then he returned like Batman. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, the, the thing I would say is like just the fact that there's somewhat of an in- internal struggle where it's like, should I do this? Like there's people out there that that's like, it's not even a question. It's like from the jump of their podcast, you're like, you oh, know, by the way, you can join the membership and get the second oh, yeah. hour with the membership. You know what I mean? So just yeah. the fact that you're having the internal struggle where you're debating shows that you care. 
And I think the intent will to the people that it makes sense to, not to those that are always looking for villains around every corner. They'll recognize and they feel that because there is like that energetic feel. That's why people like podcasts so much. Yeah. That's why they align to people so much is because they they feel they start to feel like they kind of know them in yeah. a sense and they can kind of feel their energy. And if you're being genuine and you keep doing you, then whatever is naturally next is going to be next. Like that's right. the point of flow state for me. Yeah. It's like, you know, there's nothing worse than being water, you know, still that's where you get disease. That's where you get swamps. That's mm. where you get nonsense. You want to be like water flowing and not, you know, what's the next challenge. What's the next thing to incorporate into you as an entertainer? Cause you said it's entertainment. Yeah. Let's make it happen. Who gives a fuck? It's going to be good. You know? <laughs> You said something interesting, too, because, yeah, people do just come out the gate and just start charging and, you know, Patreon and all that stuff. And to me, like, yeah. I do battle with that because right now I personally feel like I don't have value like that. Like, my mm-hmm. whole my whole goal right now is to keep building my value up. You know, I can't yeah. – I just because I got me a couple a couple of followers, what, now I'm going to start charging? Like, not nah, – I mean, I get that it's also right. optional. People just have the option to support if they want to support. Right. But – let me give you a good reason to support. Like right now, I don't feel mm. like I've d- I'm doing enough for you guys to to charge anything. You know, like, I, right. like it's, y'all getting one episode a, a week. <laughs> Could I do two, three a week? For of course, you know. But then is that too much? Is you know should I put someone on a paywall? I just yeah, you, you, it's a yeah. lot of internal internal going back and forth with myself as well. And I think sometimes it's, it's ego too. You start yeah. thinking like, what if no one subscribes? What if like, cause that that to me is like the worst. That'll probably be the worst feeling, you know. Like, how how I have no, a yeah. Patreon and no no one's even subscribed. Like, what the fuck? Like to me, <laughs> I don't know. Like I feel weird. Like even that's why I never go on live either. Like how am I gonna go on live if only one person's watching me? Like no, I just yeah. Facetime you, bro. Like <laughs> it ain't that serious. But yeah. um, <laughs> no, I, I have those. Trust me, everything you just said, I feel personally too, and it's like. Yeah, it's like I want to reach a certain level so that when I add this in, it's an mm-hmm. immediate hit or it feels right or it feels good for me. And I think there is a bit of ego there. But you know what's tricky about ego is like ego doesn't want your skill, doesn't want your talent, doesn't want your gift to see the light of day. That's how I understand ego. Mm-hmm. Ego wants to keep it for itself. No, you you want like whatever you're anyone out there listening, not just us, but like whatever your creative passions are, mm-hmm. like you feel it for a reason. I have no desire to play the drums. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Someone else out there does. If you're thinking about wanting to play the drums or getting back into playing the drums, that reason is there for a reason. Mm-hmm. Do it. Ego is the thing saying, no, that's a waste of time. No, that's not mm-hmm. important. No, you got better things to do. Or no, you're not going to be good enough. Mm-hmm. Or people aren't going to like it. You see what I'm saying? That's how I understand ego. Ego is trying to keep your unique gifts and talents for itself. When it's supposed to lift up everyone else. You're supposed to be out there being creative. That was part of my personal awakening was tapping back into the things that make me creatively feel alive. Mm. You know, what about you? How, how long, I mean, like podcasting, like you, obviously that's your creative passion. One of a, a many, I'm sure. But like, have you always been somebody that has been into your creative passions or was that something you had to wrestle with before you finally started to put it out there? Well, that's interesting because, you know, I, you know, I, like I, I love music, so I love the music culture. And then, you know, growing up listening to music, I, I started just seeing how they, how they move, how like a rapper becomes a star, and then they have their mm-hmm. group, and then they become a whole brand, and they become a whole movement. So I kind of always liked that blueprint. And um, you know, I was in high school, I was in a senior in high school, and um, I had friends that rapped. You know, I, all my friends are really are creative people, from photographers to videographers to producers to you know musicians and artists. So. You know, I, I, I used to love music so much, but I knew that I wasn't good at, I didn't want to rap. I didn't want to do beats. 
I don't want to. I can't be on a computer like that for too long. I can't just be like you know doing beats. You really you're hearing the same so- sample for like over and over and over. <laughs> right. So I I couldn't do that. But then I was always that person that would bring the pieces together. Like oh bro mm. you rap oh like well this guy makes beat let's let's do this let's link up let's blah blah blah. So I was always that person. And we were just young stoners you know in high school. And then senior year came. We, I, I had a graphic design class and I had a a silk screening class as well. So we started doing um. We, and there was already a group in our there was already a group of people in our school that kind of had a brand they were called jux and uh and uh we and we love i love that i was like yo we need because there was a group of us that always hung out i was like bro we need to call ourselves a, a name we need a name for our group so we ended up calling ourselves raw which was standard for mm. reveal another world and it's crazy because you know i wasn't even into my spiritual bag back then but we were, sure. it, just, it just sounded so hard so Everyone at school knew us as raw, and we were the smokers, the stoners. Like every time people wanted to smoke, they, they come to us, and it was smoke with raw yeah. between between lunch and third period. Now just kidding. And this and, the, and this is before like we knew about raw papers, like the raw, you know, the company, the the one that does all the smoking brand and shit. So, yeah. So then, uh, so then, uh, you know, high school's over. I went to college. Uh, but even when I went to college, I was like, you know, I, I, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Dennis. That's my that's my uh, that's my good brother and uh, and uh, he we we started we started college and I told him like bro because he was very into the graphic arts section he was, he knew, he knew how to draw and everything so I was like bro you go to school and go for graphic arts and I'll go for business and then we'll come out and we'll, and we'll like we'll do this yeah. we'll do this uh, you know we'll start our brand I've always wanted a clothing brand that was like my initial first mm-hmm. dream like I want to be a brand and I want to have my own clothes my own streetwear whatever and then eventually. I dropped out of college. He finished. He finished school. He actually graduated. And got his got his a uh, degree in um and for graphic design, graphic arts and everything. And that's what does all my cover art. It does all my all my all my artwork is done by him. And that's he, we go way back. So then, I was going to college, but I dropped out because I wasn't happy. And my my parents never were like, you got to go to school or, or you got to right. leave if you don't. So they gave me the option like, if you're not happy, you know, don't waste our money. Just you know, just drop out. Yeah. So um. <laughs> And then my whole and I was working at Polo at this time, but I was like, you know what? Cause we, we already had like some raw hats. We had raw t-shirts. So I was kind of like, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna push this raw stuff. Like I'm gonna ask what I wanna do. This was gonna make me happy. Like I know it's not gonna be easy, but I'm I'm gonna do this. And um, you know, raw ended up just falling off because it just it wasn't original. I didn't come up with the name. So I kind of took it. <laughs> it's funny because it used to be a tagging, it's to be a tagging crew down here in Riverside, but I was I was living nice. in Victorville. So I I dropped the I it was they were called two raw so two reveal another world and I dropped the two and I just we just left it raw, and then, you know everyone starts living their lives doing their thing and but I always knew like and I started working where I work now and everything so I I I was happy for the meantime but I always knew like what would really make me happy is having my own brand and having my own like just clothes I wanted to do clothes, and at the time I was listening I was like I loved media I've always loved media I've always been that person that I would watch uh, rappers you know artists interviews. Right at the five radio stations that hit that same week. And I would always be tapped into media and I, I just loved it. And it was my favorite pastime just to roll up something, smoke and watch an interview. And then eventually, you know, I see all my friends doing their thing. Like the ones that want to do music, the ones that do video. Yeah. And I was like, where do I fit in this? You know, cause I, I knew I want to contribute to the hip hop game, but what can I do? And then I it clicked when I was like, I need to start my podcast. Like I would yeah. love to do that. And, since the since the you know since since I started a podcast I've, I every week I drop and I I started getting guests I had people come from L A to Riverside from everywhere just to do this podcast that doesn't benefit right. you but you're just showing love and doing it so I don't know if I answered your question but that was kind of like how I got into the potting world and now this is I love creating I love creating content I love creating just episodes and 
I got so much in store, bro. Like this next this, the, for the rest of the year, my studio's almost done to bring back my other stuff. Nice. And yeah, so I'm just been. I'm gonna go full. I'm gonna go hard with this because this is what I want to do. I want to have a platform where I can just show love. I've always loved showing love to people, but if I could do okay. it where I can get you thousands of followers, that yeah. would be so dope to me. And I want to. I want to get to that point. And it's and that's already happening at a small level, though. You know, like I do people yeah. when I when I, I had I did two seasons of my other podcast, and the second season is when I started bringing the vegan people in, and the and the the health people in, the water people in, and it was it was yeah. kind of getting towards the end of it. It was getting into the spirituality type of side. And uh, when I was done with that one, because of COVID came and I had, to, I still had like two months of guests booked and obviously everyone was scared to come to people's houses at that time. So I ended the pod and that's around the same time that Chris Piercy started, it started July. Yeah. About to be a year doing this one. And this one, like it really kept the ball moving. And then I, and my, I always tell my friends that too. I was like, if I was, if I didn't pod, bro, this overly blunt <laughs> stuff, this, all this brand of ours would not even be exist. It wouldn't exist. Like I'm keeping right. the ball rolling and now they see what this one's doing and now they're now I'm, I'm starting to convince them like let's get on board bro like i need i need my camera people i need i need all this i need all y'all like let's all eat let's all make some money bro because i could be the face i can get the followers i can get i could do the content but i need help behind the scenes editing doing all my right. promo work because i can't do it by myself you know i'm being right. honest with myself so that's 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 you know, what leads me here you know and that's and that's the thing it's like but what you but like with the overall theme though is like you are tapping into your creative truth, yeah, and that's how you're, that's how you're choosing to exist. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you're you like you have your you have your job because there's bills and you gotta you know do all that stuff. And you're a responsible adult, so you're doing your thing there. But you're still not using that as an excuse to stop you from digging into the thing that drive your passions. Yeah, and, and it's and like and that's that's the thing that I always push, especially when I'm a guest on our podcast, because I'm not I'm not the Sasquatch guy. You know, I don't have like the slideshow of Tartaria, right. and I love all that stuff. And anyone who does that, I'm not making fun of you. I'm simply saying that's not my specialty, right? Mm-hmm. But the thing that is my specialty is just anyone out there. Anytime I speak to a different audience, it's like. When I like when I talk about creative truth for myself, I'm a mirror. I'm a reflection of your own reality construct, and I'm that voice in the wilderness reminding you that there's something potentially that you aren't doing, even if it's just a simple hobby like painting mm-hmm. that drives you, that ignites you, that gets your brain, you know, those brain waves firing and different neural pathways and things yeah. that complete you and make you you. And the only thing that's stopping you from fulfilling your destiny of you is you. you. So do it, and I guarantee you. As a creative being, it has to do in the realm of creativity. And I can't tell you what that is, but I know deep down inside, you know what it is. And it's up for you to decide, do you want the world to see that? Or do you want to let the he- the ego throw it in that closet right. and say, no, no, be quiet. No, I'm just a regular old person that's just here to pay bills and exist. I don't think you are. I don't think anyone is. Mm-mm. And and the thing with even with working a job, you know, you can you can always move move up in a company. You can always start making more money. But me, you know, I have gotten I, I get paid decent to, to do what I do. Right. And yeah. a lot of people would love to get paid that what I get paid and be content with that. And to me, it's like, that's cool. That's why I don't complain about where I work, because benefits are amazing. Pay is amazing. We get even like the regular holidays off that don't really mean anything. So I'm not right. I'm not mad about where I work at, but I don't go to work with enthusiasm. I'm not enthusiastic about work. I don't I'm not passionate. I can you can make right. more money and be content for a year or two. But then you're gonna get over right. that over that money, too, because it's never going to be enough. But right. It doesn't drive me. And when I pod, when I when I when I have like when I'm just talking to you, talking to people, talking to guests, 
I like I feel I get a high off of it. It's just like, yo, yeah. this is so dope. Like this is what I see myself doing. Like I want to talk for a living. Like I really do. And now it's just about building the the, the platform and the audience. And it's not gonna. It's you know. I've been spoiled my whole life too, so I've always it's always been ask and receive. My parents every time, you know, as long as I did good in school, it was always just ask and receive. So I never had that. I never got. I never instilled in myself that I gotta work for what I want. They never. They, they never were like that. And my parents were never like, "Go cut the grass, go do this." But if I. But if there's I. No, there's no grass in Riverside, anyways. <laughs> and. and uh, but you know, my they still gave me an allowance. You know, it was just it was. Yeah. I was so spoiled growing up, and it kind of it was a pro and a con because like this podcast shit is not gonna be handed to me. My mom's not gonna be like, "Here's your platform." You know, like I, I, I gotta I gotta work and I gotta put the work in, and it's not gonna. Yeah. And I tell people that too because you know my brother. I like, shout out to my brother like for real because he he you know I'm building my studio up right now and and he he gave me he gave me some money like he gave me a few racks just to be like, bro, do your wow. thing, and I'm like, damn, like. Like, cause they see that I'm passionate about my my parents. They see that that I want to do this with my life. That that I can make money off. They see the the what the what this is the reception that conspiracy is getting. So yeah. So to me, it's just like man, I can't like I have to I have to go hard now too, and I'm putting like pressure on myself too. But I tell them like don't expect like, even when my brother gave you money, I was like don't expect this to work out in a year, next month, two months. It could though. It really could. You know, yeah. an interview can really change my life forever. Like you never know. I'm like, but okay. I'm looking at this ten years. In ten years, I'll be 37 years old. If I have, a, if I have a platform like big enough to where I can just make, because right now, bro, if I, if I can make what I make at work, I'll quit. Yeah. You know, that's that's my right. that's my minimum right now. That's the that's the bar that I'm setting. If I can make the same amount that I make at work per month, I'm out. I'll quit. I'll quit work. But right. ten years from now, bro, hell yeah, man. Imagine having having a few subscribers on Patreon, racking in at least 50k a month just on on your Patreon and. Like that'd be a month, like sheesh. You get me? So, for talking, bro, for recording yeah. myself and putting it out there. Obviously, the the the, the content has to, has to be good. You know, people have to be, right. be intrigued. But I'm not worried about that because I I can make shit dope. Like I that that's the easy part for me. It's easy. It's so easy. Like you know, a lot of people think it's easy to start a podcast, right? And it is. You can just get a microphone as long as you got Wi-Fi, yep. something to record on. You can yeah, you can start your podcast. But can you keep it up? The consistency, right. the quality, like. Like that's that's the that's the part that's hard for people. And me, I'm so blessed that I can freestyle anything last minute. Like if I don't have a guest cancels on me, I'm blessed that I can have I have other people to reach out to. Like bro, come through and pop with me. All right, cool. I have friends to pull from that. Though you know they all have different personalities that I see. Like yo, yo, like you're funny, bro. Like just talk the way you talk and come pod. And I'm I'm just trying to. And I, that's what I want to do when I start this next pod. I'm gonna have there's gonna be five of us on there. Well, nice. three three of us, three of us like the co-host. And then I'm gonna have my 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 audio guy and my I'm gonna have a live DJ too. So it's gonna be a whole like a whole thing, and I'm excited for that because they they're, they're believing in me. They're taking their time out right. of their day to come over here to Riverside to record. And to me, it's like man, this this is pressure, but I know this is the pressure that I want, and this is what I want to do in my life. And it's just it's just time and patience. Well, you know, like positive energy is a, is a, you know. It, it spreads and people it's it's like the real virus but it's a good virus right mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> it's like you know like you, like there's those people that you work with and like you, like in the navy and they would come into like your compartment and i would jokingly call them the dementors because it's like they just come in and they just suck the energy out of the room yeah. <laughs> it's just like wow i feel 10 years older after a conversation with this individual and it's like well how do you want to approach life because like everything you're saying right now like i'm feeling it 
and it's like i'm excited for you and i think the beautiful thing the, the the beautiful truth compared to like the fictitious lie is this idea that we're in this realm of lack and i really think that there's enough to go around for everyone truly and there is this abundance model that works when you believe and more importantly when you encourage others like i look like everything you're saying right now i'm not jealous i'm not I'm not feeling competitive and I'm not like angry that some of the things that you, you mentioned, I haven't thought of, right. From my perspective, it's like, Oh shit, what can I take from, from you that can help me along the way? Right. How can we build each other up? How can we encourage each other? And it's like, that's what I'm interested in. I'm, I'm interested in making connections where we're all cheering for each other. Cause I truly believe down the line that anyone who's like, if you're passionate about something, there's it's there for you for a reason, and the universe is going to provide as a result. Now, if that leads people to get angry because you're trying to make a move for your own life, well, that's on them. Yeah. Like ultimately, that's on them because it's your life. You get to live it how you want to live it, and if you want to make a career out of the thing that you're passionate about, well, great. There's nothing evil yeah. about that. No. Sorry. <laughs> Don't you feel like that's what's going on here, though? Yes. Like we're part we're part of like a sort of a renaissance because we're this beautiful experience where we don't need to have that weird person on the twentieth floor of the building that needs that as soon as you walk in, they're on they're taking their belt off and they want you on their knees. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we're not like that's not there's 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 a freedom here yeah. to create because there's all sorts of communication factors now where people can find you and it's really on you to create those avenues and you don't yeah. need that overlord you don't need that gatekeeper it's all on you it's all on us so we can do it so why not yes yeah I, yeah what do you bring to this world and i'm like like i'm just creating my own world bro. i think we're both just creating our own worlds now let me ask you this do you do you walk around like when people ask you um how do i say this because i feel like i I feel like I, I live before when I first started podcasting, it was it wasn't something that I would always tell people like, oh, yeah, I have a pod. I hate being that person right. that was like, oh, you should listen to my podcast. You should listen to my podcast. Even when <laughs> even when even when friends are like, oh, he has a my homie has a podcast. You should listen. And I'm right there. I'm just like, bro, like, relax. Like, I don't I don't like that attention like that. But right. <laughs> now it's become a thing to where I go to the chiropractor and they ask, hey, how's the podcast going? I go to physical therapy. Mm. How's the podcast going? I go to work. How's the podcast? Now my mom, my parents, everyone, it's a, I, I live and breathe it now, you know, podcasting. Do you walk around yeah. like saying, like, or do people, ask, do you tell them like, I'm an author, I'm a podcaster? Mm. Like, like, do you, I don't know yeah, if I asked I, that I, right. I'm pretty, like, I'm pretty straightforward overall, I think. I'm trying to think if I'm lying right now. I guess there's probably a few instances where I just don't bring it up unless like, right. I'm directly asked. I've always been kind of like, um, I've always kind of, maybe it's the Northeasterner in me. It's like, I'll my, like, I'll do my thing. You do, you do your thing, leave me alone. Mm. So there's still like that connection point where I almost feel like at times people asking me personal questions inherently, I feel like I'm getting attacked. That's something yeah. I still have to work through. That's, I think that's a Northeasterner New Yorker thing where it's like, <laughs> wow, what's it to you? Huh? <laughs> like, oh, you think, oh, oh, you care about me that much? Huh? What are you trying to do? What are you trying to sell me? What are you trying to take from me? What are you trying to hurt me? You know, and everything's defensive. Why are New Yorkers like that? I don't know. I don't Y'all know, so man. Mean. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> it is. It's, it's a different ball game over there. And it's something I've also had to learn, like mm. my sense of humor. And the military, you know, amplified that. Everyone's always shitting on each other. Like, that's that's mm. how you get through. And then, like, I kind of enter into this different world where it's like I can make a joke about something and then people take it personally. Oh, shit, I didn't expect that. <laughs> <laughs> so I've had to learn because, you know, comedy is probably my default setting. And I do like to push the boundaries and, and like, I'll call out the thing. If, it, if I think it's funny, I'm probably going to say it. And the funniest things are usually the obtuse things in the room. So like, that's something I've had to learn, like kind of learn a healthy balance. Like I can't always go 
for the punchline at somebody else's expense. Mm. At some point, it's just you're just being a dick. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so yeah, I think I'm still working through that a little bit, probably more so than you in terms of like the openness, but um, but I'm proud of my work and I love the challenge. Like every episode in, in particular of my podcast, I try to treat like it's a production. Like I create little promo trailers and stuff or like stuff like it. that. So mm-hmm. from start to finish, like I'm very like it's a craft and I take it very seriously and I try to put out the best, you know, product possible because I want anyone who listens to feel like when they hear one of my episodes that it could have been made in a professional studio. Right. You know what I mean? Like I take pride in my work. And um, that's that's been a learning experience because, you know, you mentioned that um, you left college because you weren't feeling it. Um, I've always been somebody who I don't know what it is, probably because I didn't I could kind of always see through the veil of this reality and everything's always kind of been a joke to me. Like mm-hmm. this shit doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. This doesn't matter. It's all fake. School's useless because they're just trying to program you. So that's my excuse to get an 80 or 70 or fail. You know what I'm saying? Like C's so, get degrees. I don't stand by that. Like, yeah. like why, why not? You're not even trying. Like, yeah. yeah. So I, so funny, the funny thing is my senior year and you'll if when you get to chapter two in my book this is actually where the story story starts me my memoir aspect of the book yeah i was i, I, was, I was i was in bible college and i dropped out my senior year because i was like what am i doing this is this is like this is not this is like some fraudulent thing like these this isn't real like this is bullshit and at, trust me i still even to this day 100 percent believe in aspects of that but I also know as an adult that's older now, there was also a fear factor of me accomplishing something, of finishing something that I had set out to start. And so even though maybe I was justified in my reasoning for stopping my senior year, there was still like an emotional hump for me personally of completing something and what that meant. And now the new responsibilities that came with that. So that's something I've had to work through in my own experience and my own healing process and stuff like that. So with my podcast, with my artistic truth, with writing and finishing, editing, creating, putting out, figuring out how to get it online, yeah. a book. Like that was a learning experience that was also a sense of accomplishment and something that I haven't achieved. So I'm learning from my own journey that digging into my creativity is also helping me become a more responsible, mm. complete person along the way too. Yeah. I feel that, bro, and 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 it's not it, it, you don't get bothered by doing all the research because you're into it. Like how can you know? Yeah. Cause now and now you know how to you know publish a book, so it's, yeah. e- it's easier the second round. And yeah, bro, like not like me. I know how to use a mixer now. I know how to use uh you know like certain <laughs> programs and like I'm into like it just I'm, stuff that I, I can host some. I can produce someone's podcast. Like to be at the end of the day, I really could. Right. And um, yeah, it's just it, I yeah being creative really just. It, it's that yeah that freedom of expression is just it's amazing bro it's amazing and when you put your baby out to the world and oh how do you feel about this like um do you drop episodes that as long as you like them you'll put them out or you or you actually have that perception of like no people people um i'm gonna do this for the people for the listeners because i don't i do this like if i like the episode because sometimes guests will hit me back up like um bro i don't know about certain things did you like it was it okay i'm like bro like i don't care if people like us or not i enjoy the conversation i'm gonna put it out (laughs) whether people whether people like it or not i can care less how do you approach it so that's that's yeah i love this question because it's like there's the model where mm-hmm. it's if you have the three bullet points that you can put in an episode, like uh, I don't know, 
Um, I'm trying to think of something offhand, like plasma, fake history, plasma, <laughs> fake history, and Everything Tartaria. Fake. Right, oh, yeah. three three things. Right. If somebody sees those three things, they're probably going to listen to the episode because it's eye catching. I understand that aspect, and that's a that's a Marketing. model that works and is going to get you a lot of listens. But what I seek out is just um, individual personalities that interest me. Facts. So like doing something with you because you interest me. That's why I wanted to do something with you. Thank you. If you didn't interest me, we want to be here right now. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> so um, I don't know. I just, I learned, I, for me, it's like, I, I, like this is, I view it as like, it's my own expansion of consciousness. It's mm -hmm. my own journey. And I'm just, I'm just letting people come along for the ride. And if they want to be there, great. So I'm seeking out people that interest me. And oftentimes they cover interesting topics, but no matter what, when I do an episode, I'm emotionally invested. When I'm emotionally invested into something, I, you know, I'm, I'm giving it, I'm, I'm just naturally giving my version of my best effort. Maybe people don't like it, whatever, that's fine. But that's how I can do an episode. I, I don't want to bring somebody on simply because I feel like it's going to bring me um, X amount of views. Mm. You know what I mean? If somebody has a big following and I resonate with them and I want to have a conversation with them, that's great. Everyone wins. That's like the best case scenario on all fronts, but that's not going to stop me from reaching out to somebody with 300 followers on one platform who's doing very Facts. something small, but they're doing it. But they're like, for instance, a perfect example would be the light medicine. I don't remember what episode it is, but it's a guy down in Newport beach for you. It'd be, yeah, it'd be South. Mm -hmm. And he, he, you know, he does light medicine and I wanted to learn about it. You know what I mean? But, it's not like he has this giant following. He has a small business that he's starting from scratch that he's figuring out along the way. And I want to figure out, I wanted to learn why the hell he was doing this at all. So that was what drew me to him. It wasn't because I thought it was going to, and another thing is like, if this thing is interesting to me and I feel like it could help me because I did a couple sessions and I was like, I had a really great experience. It's like, now I want others to know about this because, Hey, it helped me out. So right. why can't it help others out? So that's kind of where I go from. It's like, is the subject matter is the person of interest that I want to speak to it, are they just gotta, it's gotta be something that I'm feeling right. and then everything else is, is gravy one way or the other. And that's fine. And let the cards fall where they may. So you, is it safe to say that you use your platform to also learn? Cause I, I yes. do. Yeah. I, I pride my, like, I love when I have guests on and I, and I learn from them because this is, I, I don't have these conversations with everybody on the everyday basis, you know? So when I do record with people, yeah. it's like, Ooh, it's a breath of fresh air because I'm not talking quote unquote normie talk. Right. Yeah. And, um, but I, yeah, I, I love when I learn, you know, cause that's why sometimes some of the episodes I'm just like, I'd be like, damn, that's crazy. Cause I'm like trying to process what they just said, <laughs> but I have to keep the conversation going, but I'm really trying to sit there like, man, they really said some shit like that's so wild, but you have to keep it going. So I was just asking you like, if do you use it to also learn from other people? Yeah. And, and I, and I think that's, I think that's the interesting thing about entertainment today is we've bought, we've all gone through it. We've gone through the reality TV nonsense. We've gone through the most fictitious fake forms of what we're supposed to accept as pop or whatever you want to call it, culture. And I think there's a yearning inside of many people that they, obviously we all want to be entertained. We want to laugh. We want to have fun. Mm -hmm. Like who the hell doesn't want to have fun? Who doesn't yeah. want to enjoy life? Who doesn't want to be entertained? You know, mm -hmm. a miserable person. But other than that, most people do. And it's like, <laughs> but there is that desire to like expand. Like, I feel like that's part of this thing is like consciousness expansion is a real thing. A lot of people are feeling it and a lot of people are trying to jump on that ride. 
but it doesn't have to become this boring thing along the way. Why can't you merge the two? So when you say you're an entertainer, that doesn't mean you're not providing content that also teaches. Why can't it be both? We were so programmed, and especially in Western civilization, if it's left or right, up or down, this or that. Yeah. Well, I'm interested in concepts that are both and. How can we how can we figure this out where it's a giant combination conglomerate thing? Mm. Why can't I laugh while learning? In mm. fact, when I laugh, I'm usually open to learning because now I'm enjoying my time with yes. somebody. Let's combine it all. And let's figure it out and let's create it from scratch and let's do it on our own. And anyone out there, if you have an urge to do it, you do it too. Yeah. And I'll come on your show. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> so do, do you get do you get on anybody's podcast or I'm starting to get asked more. Um, and I'm always, it's always interesting. Cause it's like, I don't, again, I don't have the specialty. Like I don't have like the thing where I'm going to talk plasma. You know what I'm saying? I feel so you. it's like, yeah. So I get it. So I did when I like, like right now, just having a conversation with you, I'm trying to speak my truth as well as I could. And I'm just trying to encourage anyone listening. I think that's, I think that's one of the reasons why I'm here is to encourage others because I feel for some reason, People resonate with my voice. I don't necessarily don't know why, but I also don't want to question why. I just want to accept it as is, accept it. Don't have to give false humility and be like, well, I don't know why people, you know, I get, there are people <laughs> like me. Cool. That's great. I love it. Thank you. Yeah. Anyone out there, I appreciate it. Yeah. You know, so what can I do then with that? Can I encourage or can I tear people down? Well, honestly, I was, I've, you know, again, going back to that Northeastern mentality, I'm pretty good at tearing people down. Yeah. I can do it. I can find people's weak points. I can exploit it. Yeah. I can do all that nonsense. And But you know what? It never gets me anywhere. I always end up regretting it, and I always end up feeling like, shit, why do I want to live like that? Oh, wait, I don't have to. Well, what replaces tearing people down? Now I have the opportunity to lift people up. So that's kind of why I just like to lift people up. I like to encourage people. And, you know, I just want, yeah, if people can feel good while understanding that there is more to this place and then they can be an, an active part in it, then I feel like I'm doing my part. I feel like I've played my role and I can just sort of fade off into the ether and never be again. No. <laughs> I like that. But I get you when you say that when people ask you to be on shows because I, I, remember, yeah. I remember when I had a, when, when people started asking me too, I used to talk like my homie, like, bro, like, what do I like? What am I gonna talk about if it's not like partying or something? I don't know because I don't. I don't feel like I contribute. Like I don't have yeah. a lane. I don't have. I'm not a plasma guy. I'm not an astrology guy like that. Or I know basics <laughs> and little a right. little bit of numerology and whatever. But I'm not like some of these people have whole episodes where they just talk about that topic. Like I can't. I can't do yeah. that. But then I, I just I just get over it. Like you know what? I'm just gonna be me. I'm just gonna talk about my journey. They yeah. want to talk to me obviously for a reason. So we'll figure it out. Yes, sir. That was the good brother, Conrad. If you guys liked what you heard, please tap into Conrad's podcast. Actually, if you want to hear the second half of this episode, you're going to have to tap into Conrad's podcast. Um, I'll have all that in the description for you guys. I'll have the link. I'll have his podcast um, uh, his podcast link. I'll have his account link for his Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. I got you guys. But that was an amazing conversation, man, for real. Um, I didn't even like... You know, I have a list of stuff I was going to ask, but the conversation just went the way it went. And I'm not mad about it. I love when conversations just go the way they go without it being forced. Uh, flow state. I'm all for flow state. Flow, you know, just flowing, just flowing. So shout out to Conrad for real. And hopefully you guys enjoyed that. And if you liked the first hour, please go tap in with his podcast for the second part of this interview. It's something different that we're doing. You know, we both have pods. Instead of doing a swap cast, we just said this record for two hours. I'll take the first hour. You take the second hour. And um, I'm surprised that it was it was it, it was no dull moments to me. 
Like, thank you, Conrad, for real. I appreciate you, good brother. Um, and make sure to go tap in with Conrad for part two. I'm out of here. I'll see you guys next week. Chris Spiracy. Okay. Grab your folders in your bags. It's the end of class. Good looking, Chris X, Matt. We'll be sure to make it back for the next session that you're hosting. See you right in the next show. And Grab your folders in your bags, it's the end of class, good looking Chris X Matt. We'll be sure to make it back for the next session that you're hosting. See you right in the next show and